0: Alex Hollingworth, welcome to Business Unlimited. Great to have you with us. You're a photographer. That's all I'm gonna say by way of introduction. So tell us a little bit about yourself and then we're gonna go back in time and look at what led you into the business that you're now in. So a little bit about you, first of all.
1: Thank you, Tim. Yes, I'm a commercial photographer. I specialize in the field of commercial photography. A little bit about me would be that I've been in business now for just over two years. I started when I was 18 years old, which is very young to start a business, I think, and sort of compounded on top of that, I started it in the second lockdown that we had in the pandemic. So that's sort of double trouble, as it were. When I was at school, a little bit younger than that, I was often very academic. I'd never really sort of explored that creative side of myself. Around that sort of time, nearing the end of school, I started doing photography as a hobby. So any little trips away that I would have with family members, you know, brothers and my parents and things like that, I would be constantly taking photos and editing them and occasionally posting them to social media to chronicle how my progress had got. And then I did some workshops when I first got my proper camera, a proper DSLR, These workshops were how to use the camera itself, the manual settings and things like that. Sounds very basic to me now, but in the beginning that was a massive thing for me. And then also how to edit these photos properly in Adobe Suite, things like that. After that, as I say, I sort of chronicled a little bit of uh, this photography work on social media, on Instagram mainly. And rather than for other people to see, that was sort of for me to have... A gallery of where I started and sort of see how I would progressed along the way if it were just as a personal achievement for myself really and that photographer that I did the workshops with was a local wedding photographer at the time said to me as I was finishing secondary school so I was 16 at this point when you finish school do you want to come over for the summer and do work experience with me and at the time I was meant to be going to do A-levels at a sixth form and the combination was politics, history and economics, which is a fearsome combination for someone that doesn't really know what they want to do further on down the line with that. But I thought, listen, this is another string to the bow. This might be something that I find rather interesting as a career. I don't really know what that sort of thing would entail. And it turns out that that photographer was sort of just breaking into that commercial space as well. So I I got my first sort of taste of what commercial photography is like too. And essentially I stayed on there for about two and a half years. And that culminated then in the pandemic in me starting my own business because I was just sort of instantly looking for that next challenge after that first job. So yes, that's a bit of background on how everything started.
0: Here we are in your office. You're in a business unit based in Barnsley, as I understand it. How long ago now are we talking about when you first got that bug for photography and and went through those workshops?
1: So I'm just 21 years old now and I started doing photography as a hobby when I was, I think I was 15 and it was soon after that first camera that I got for that Christmas, that DSLR, that I did those workshops because I think they saw it as something that needed to be nurtured and I really enjoyed doing it. It's more technical than you would think if you're sort of not aware of photography or don't really do it as a hobby or anything like that it's quite nice to sometimes go out and just take photos and things like so it was amazing because it added sort of another dynamic to those little trips off with family and things because not only would you know you, you go around go for walks and see different things if you're tripping off but it added that other thing as well which is oh that would be a nice photo let's go over there we'll take that photo and see sort of as a wider thing it was fun for everyone then almost because they were into it like sort of seeing what we could create when we were tripping off and things so it was it was very young it was like say 15 years old and then that culminated in at age 16 going on to do that work experience
0: too. I suppose photography really does bring together science and art it's very creative but like you say quite technical you've already used an acronym there that those that aren't into photography might think what's he talking about a DLSR But commercial photography as well is something you've obviously chosen as a specific line of photography. There are various types. You've said you've met a wedding photographer. A lot of us would know of one if we've got married or been to weddings. So tell us a little bit about that technical side without getting too complicated about it and why commercial photography?
1: Yes, of course, of course. The technical aspect really is that cameras, like anything else, it's like driving a car you know you've got your clutch and how to change gears and things it's done in a very specific way you have three main settings on a camera and you balance those in order to create different effects but also to make sure that everything is well lit that the exposure is correct and that for me is, is good because it's like learning to drive a car in a sense it's tricky at first but as you develop your understanding of it as you go along and you can only do that with practice it is really a Really fun experience to have to see yourself improving not only with the images but how quickly you can manipulate those settings. So, for example, at the beginning, you have a light meter on a camera, so it tells you where the settings need to be balanced in order to get the right exposure. But generally, you get to a point, and it, for me, it was a few years in to be fair, but you get to a point where you can go outside, see what the light's like, and then think, Right, I'll put it on that, I'll put it on that, and, and it's perfect. You just know what the settings need to be commercial photography is really i like to explain it as photography for business anything for business so i even though i specialize in the commercial photography field it is a number of different types of photography if you will so i take on anything from product photography to fashion photography food photography architecture personal branding anything under that umbrella for business and That appealed to me because when I first did this work experience, I remember the first job or the first proper studio job that we had on at that time was for a company that made like magnets. And essentially, we were just taking photos of these different kinds of magnets that this company sold on a white background. And it appealed to me because you wouldn't believe the amount of work, the amount of effort, the amount of manipulation that it takes just to photograph such a small thing on a relatively not boring but that kind of background it's just a solid color and you're taking a picture of just a small magnet on there it appealed to me because it was so complicated in a way that you wouldn't believe unless you were there seeing it happen and i find even that today when i have clients in the studio and we're doing a specific shoot they're watching what's happening and you can sort of see them thinking oh my goodness, I didn't think that this much would go into this kind of a shoot. Like, they may have helped to plan it out with me, like, we want this kind of shot, we want this kind of shot, not realising the amount of manipulation, the amount of technicality that goes into these shots. And that, for me, is, I like to think it as painting with light. So you, you use, of course, especially in the studio, artificial light. And the amount of different shots that you could get with, just by manipulating the light is incredible. And sometimes it is a little bit of trial and error. You move something here and it paints a certain way if you put it on the background or if it does this, if it does that. But yeah, there's so much goes into creating that piece of art. It's the colours that you use, again, the lighting that you use, where you position the product. And you have to think about that in context with what you're photographing as well, what the main subject is. So even though to me it's quite a quick and spontaneous process to think about how I would photograph a person or a product or a subject these days. There is a lot of thought that goes into it and it has to completely match the subject down to a T, whether it's photographing a person and it's bits of their personality, the color of their brand, perhaps the main color. With products, it could be, if it's a food product, you use ingredients as props. And then you integrate colors of those ingredients into the background or what have you, so it's all to think about with commercial photography. There's a lot more that goes into it than you may first think.
0: And of course, you've got the brief from the client and they'll have expectations and you're managing them and suggesting other creative ways that they might look at things. So you end up co-creating together, I would imagine, which is, is exciting, but turning it from a hobby into a business that actually can give you a living and particularly in starting second lockdown in the pandemic just talk us through some of the challenges of actually creating a business out of it and finding clients marketing yourself all of those things when i first started up i saved most of the money
1: that i'd made from the previous job that i had i say i started on uh, work experience but they did eventually employ me i'd been to the business village before with this previous company that i worked with because you know you make connections and things and a lot of those people I still know to this day but I knew of the business village in Barnsley where I'm currently situated and I thought realistically for a photographer in my sort of industry it's probably best to have a studio location somewhere you can call home somewhere that you can bring clients and somewhere you can mainly shoot the products now the predicament really that I had was that in that second lockdown it was effectively illegal if you will to see other people unnecessarily. And it was rather difficult to justify clients coming in for photo shoots. So the first studio that I got was very, very small, a lot smaller than this one here. And I thought, right, if people can't come in, that's striking off fashion photography, personal branding, photography, things like that. They can't be done at the minute. It's just not possible. So I focused firstly on product photography so i thought perhaps we use the magic of zoom to liaise with the client and work out a brief a very detailed brief and then they can send the products in the post if they send them in the post i shoot them package them up and send them back and that way there's been sort of no human interaction in that sense and i found that a lot of clients were a lot more comfortable with that arrangement But also that allowed for me to stretch my client base a lot wider than I think I would have been able to initially. So I ended up with clients that were from a lot further down south, a bit further up north. And these are people that I continue to work with today. And that system is also one that I continue to use to this day. But to answer also the question about how I gathered a a client base to begin with, when I got the studio, obviously, I got all of the equipment, everything that I needed to run a photography company and to photograph products. I would nip out to supermarkets, gathering products, come up with my own little brief, shoot it on whatever background in whatever way and create this really beautiful shop for them. Post that to social media, but also to send that image to whatever company the product belongs to and introduce myself, if if you will. And that worked very, very well, I found. The mm-hmm. businesses that you would send the images to the product, they, they were very appreciative that you'd even done it in the first place. And they wanted to know a little bit more and they wanted to see how perhaps you could create more images to this effect for other products and things like that. But also people in that sort of industry as well would see that photo on social media and would sort of be enticed by it as well. So it was almost tapping into the industry rather than just the individual company too. And that allowed me to hit the ground running with some serious momentum when starting up that client base in the beginning.
0: And so what's the vision moving forward then? How would you like to grow the business?
1: There's a few different ways that it could grow. At the moment, the way I want to continue growing it is how I've grown it for the last couple of years while it's been active, which is, to keep growing the client base with companies of all different shapes and sizes and carry on doing this amazing work that we get to do for these brilliant clients but at some point there will be too much work to take on so i see the company one day being sort of a one-stop shop for everything visual photographers editors retouchers graphic designers, videographers, all in one space to be that one-stop shop for imagery, video, anything visual. And companies can come to us in order to have all this work done in one place, rather than having to dip into different sort of suppliers, if that makes sense. They can have it all done with us. And that also creates sort of a continuity of service as well. So the video work would match the photography work as well. So I see it becoming that one day, then to sort of nurture the next generation of photographers, if you will, under this Alex Hollingworth photography umbrella.
0: Very good. And that's about building a business and hopefully it can work with less of your input one day and you end up being the business owner and the manager of other people you're building a one stop shop photography practice is what it sounds like which sounds really exciting that's been fascinating to listen to you Alex really appreciate your time final question from me who's the best coach then that you've ever had who's really been a big influence on you to get you to where you're at right now
1: I would say probably my other half she's a business owner herself and she'd been doing it for quite a bit longer than I had when uh, I started up the business and she's taught me an incredible amount about starting up period and she's allowed me to avoid making some of the mistakes that I think are quite easy to make when you're a young person starting up a business. You know, you can be quite naive sometimes, you can over or underestimate yourself and your ability, and she's allowed me to stay away from making those quite easy mistakes. And as well as that, here at the Business Village, I've had a lot of support from the staff and the, the guys here. They've helped me just, sort of, again, with the smaller stuff, the stuff that you wouldn't necessarily know starting up a business at this young age, such as your finances and how you might speak to potential clients and things and your communication skills, things like that. But the, the best coach, I would say, is my other half. She's a, she's a genius.
0: <laughs> Very good. Sounds, sounds like you've chosen well there. Excellent. Very good. Well, <laughs> thank thank you, Alex, for your time. Obviously, if people want to get hold of you and they're intrigued to know more about your services, how can they do that?
1: We have a website uk. A lot of our work goes on there for you to have a look at, and you can get in touch with us through that. But we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Alex Hollingworth Photo as well.
0: Great. And that's Alex Hollingworth with no G, it's Hollingworth. So just so you yes. don't type it no in wrong, G with and it. That's it. Brilliant. All right, Alex. Well, thank you for your time. Really good to speak to you and uh, wish you all the success for the future.
1: Thank you very much, Tim. Thank you for having me on.